Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's been a while since I did a, a live show because my world has been um, <laughs> crazy, <laughs> busy, weird, yeah, you know, all that stuff. 2018 um, finished up for me with um, a roar. I don't know what to call it. It was interesting. <laughs> yeah, huh. 2019, it started off interesting also. So as I was, um, you know, getting into the zone, thinking about the radio show, getting excited to do a fresh live show, and I was thinking about, you know, 2018 and the lessons we've all learned and the situations. (laughs) Yeah, wow, right? A roller coaster for sure but so powerful. I was reflecting on some of the lessons that I've learned over the past year. Um, Yeah, lots of them were, like, not pleasant. (laughs) But I think that's just the nature of it, right? Because we do pay attention more when things are not pleasant. I know I learned to appreciate the things that do make me happy and to openly acknowledge them. When I'm, you know, walking back from checking on all my animals, I, like, smile and I look around and I express a lot of gratitude for my spot on this planet and how much I do love it. I've worked hard, my family and I, so that we could have this spot and enjoy it, and so I wanted to really, in 2018, make sure that I did, because it helps to balance out the opposite. When life is chaotic and full of turmoil, I feel like taking those moments of expressing deep gratitude and just, like, being happy and letting all the anxieties and worries just take a back seat for a while and just be It helps me ground myself. It helps me balance. And don't get me wrong, (laughs) that all the other stuff comes flooding back in and I'm anxious and worried and freaked out and all that. But it's less. It's like an energy reset, an energy break that I give to myself. Make sure you're doing those. It's important because our world is strange. Yeah, don't ask me. I don't get it, man. (laughs) I've learned to slow down this year, mostly because I had no choice. Um, I had to just go with the flow, take it day by day, because, um, yeah, again, no choice. And 
I ended up being flexible. And one of the big things, though, is that I really worked on being flexible but not being as frustrated that I had to be flexible because that was something that I experienced, right? That was what I did. What do you mean? Um, I used to be very, let's, I can call it controlling for lack of a better word. I like to know what my day was going to be like. And if someone crawled up and wanted, like, had me, needed me to do something else, I was flustered. I'm a planner. And I didn't like it when my plans were messed up and it was out of my control. Yeah, I had to work really hard on all of that because all I was doing was annoying myself, right? Because I had to go do the other things anyway. Cows help with that. Yeah, because cows have their own agenda. And when I realized that when I was too much stuck in my head and too worried about everything, that my cows behaved badly and forced me to go spend time with them, that was good information. And so what I do now is I actually just go spend time with them without them having to be bad. Yesterday was just chaos. My whole day was chaos. So much, and I'll, I'll get into um, that later. But again, my 4-H animals got out twice. I mean, they didn't go far, and they didn't get out in the big pasture, but they were in places they shouldn't have been. One of them, I'm not sure how she did it, because all the gates were shut. Magic, really? And I laughed because I knew why. (laughs) I knew why. It was to get me out of the house, into the fresh air, spending some time with them. So I did. I petted a lot of animals while I was out there. I checked everybody. I enjoyed it. I took some time to look at my big herd. I didn't go all the way out there just from a distance and just enjoy and celebrate them because that's what happened. That's the universe's way to tell me, you need a break, Missy. Ooh, I do have something sad to share. I guess I I realize I haven't shared it on my Facebook pages. My diva longhorn, Annabelle, yeah, before Christmas, she decided to exit this world. And we're all a little sad because we seriously miss her because she was this magnetic presence and a diva I loved her but she we were not surprised because she was 21 and in cow years that's really really old still had a baby though you go girl but she was done I was expecting it it's still it's weird it feels like something's kind of missing because she was really great at being bad so that I had to go out and take care of her. I don't know how many times Annabelle would be walking across the yard like, excuse me, I'm thirsty now. I've enjoyed a bale buffet because I went through your fences. But now you have to open the gate for me because I'm thirsty. Like, hello? <laughs> Seriously, I can't tell you how many times I would be like working and taking care of stuff and look up and there's Annabelle standing right there outside my window going, ah, hmm, time to open the gate for me, Missy. (laughs) Oh, totally going to miss her so much. 
But that is one of the things that the universe has done for me that I had to become aware of, though, right? Because the opposite of that is me being frustrated that I can't get any work done. These animals, they're always out. Why do I have animals? You know, we get into that energy for sure, where everything's a chore and a pain and how dare they and, what, you know, on and on and on. And I reframed that because that's, in my perspective, what's actually happening is they're saying, excuse me, Missy, we're here to support you and help you. The love we have is mutual. I found 2018, um, I went out of my comfort zone on many things. Yeah. So I was asked to do a memorial. So I am a reverend. I'm ordained with the International Metaphysical Ministry. And it's non-denominational, and it's a little new agey. Some people feel it is Christian-based, but it's a little more... Um, I feel it's relaxed. I My personal philosophy is you get to believe what you want to believe, and it's a personal decision. And so I wasn't really, I never advertised that I would do memorials because I wasn't sure that people were ready for me because I'm the person you would get when you want to do a celebration of life, when you want it to be happy, when you want it to be you know, some levity and a little bit of humor mixed in with the sadness in the morning. That's when you would get me. And so one of my friends asked me to do um, the memorial for her family member. Actually, he asked for me to do it also. And so I had months to wrap my head around it because actually it was last January that they first approached me, and it wasn't until May that I that he actually crossed over and so I was like mentally preparing for months because I wasn't sure terrified freaked out panicked all that stuff but I did it and I don't know if saying that I liked it is the accurate thing I liked the support I could give and I liked the way it went. And so then I was asked to do another one a couple months later that was big, and it was somebody I knew that was difficult. But I did it. And I did such a good job that I've been asked now to do more. And this week I have two. So it's been really, really busy and totally out of my comfort zone I am actually have been spent the last few days writing a eulogy for someone that I didn't know personally, but I spent a bunch of hours with the family, and it was so fabulous. They gave me such a beautiful, detailed, amazing, I don't even know what the word is. See, I'm struggling with words today because I have so much energy going on. Snapshot of who she was. And I wrote the eulogy, and I sent it to them for help, and they helped me do it. And they're, so far they're all really happy with what I've done. That was hard. I was totally out of my comfort zone. I was stressed and frazzled about it, but I did it 
because they needed me to. Um, one of the other big lessons I've learned in 2018, besides getting out of my comfort zone and handling it, uh, asking for help. I tend to be very independent, always have been, and uh, especially this last week, I was like, wow, I need help. I was stretched too thin. I had too much that um, was going on, and my boundaries weren't in place as they should be. Um, I will say this, the universe had my back on that, and I ended up getting um, a text message from someone who opened a huge door that I feel like he might regret because there's some things that need to be addressed with that situation. Um, and it's, I'm pretty sure that it didn't land the way he wanted it to, but I'm really happy he opened that door. Although, let me tell you, yesterday morning when I got it, I was not. <laughs> I was hot. <laughs> but I knew who to ask for help with it because he was not wrong in the things that he said, right? And it really brought home to me, I need help. Um, I'm stretching myself too thin and I'm not having the proper boundaries and I'm not um, taking care of business the way I would want to. And I knew that, though, to be fair to me, and I knew going into that particular situation that he was concerned about or complaining about that it was going to go the way it did just due to circumstances. And um, I'm delighted that he opened this door because it's we're having a conversation about it, and I like that. That has needed to happen for months. And it is totally out of my comfort zone, don't love it, don't really want to do it, but at the same time, I know that it would be beneficial for everybody, and it's, you know, got to be done. So out of my comfort zone. And I also knew that I had to take a step back because because I'm dealing with distraught families, I knew that I had to respond in a way that wasn't reactionary because a part of me is just like, this is so petty. And it's not necessarily petty, but in my perspective, because of the other things I'm dealing with, I feel it is. And that's not accurate, but it is how I feel, and I had to acknowledge that to myself. And again, that's why I knew to ask help from somebody else who wasn't in the same state of mind I'm in, who could guide me and bring clarity to the situation so that I could handle it with the grace that I wanted to. And it worked. And I'm very happy about that. So don't forget to ask for help. It's okay. <laughs> Believe me, I'm talking to my own self on this one. Mm-hmm. I do tend to sometimes take everything on myself and feel like I have to do it because I don't want to inconvenience other people. But one of the things that I took on this year, again, out of my comfort zone, is being the 4-H general leader, and it's a lot. But nobody else wanted to take the position, and I like 4-H. I really like the kids. I don't necessarily like dealing with all the adults, but I really love the kids. And I knew it would be a lot, and I knew I didn't know how much it would be, and I knew I didn't know how I could handle it all. 
And so I'm asking for help. And um, we'll see how that goes. I mean, either it will work or it won't. And um, I have to remind myself this is a volunteer position. And yes, I do like to do the best job that I can when I take on a situation, but I also have to be practical and realistic about it. And I need to ask for help. I can't do it all. Because I'm finding my work commitments are taking more of my time. Because I'm one that will just go try it. Yeah. I know, weird, right? Because I like to plan things out. But I've learned that they do, that doesn't work for me anymore because it just goes sideways anyway. So I just jump in, do it, then see what it's like. <laughs> I know, I am totally not the same person that I was a few years ago. Kind of amazing to me. I don't know if that's good or bad. I guess it depends on your perspective. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we're all dealing with is the whole social media information and just information in general. Truth is subjective. It depends on your perspective, and it depends on your filter and what you want to believe. You know, whisper campaigns about people are very damaging because people choose to believe what they want to believe, and it doesn't matter what is actually true because everything is colored by someone's perspective. That's one of the reasons when dealing with, like, this difficult – it's not – yeah, let's just call it a difficult situation. I got someone else's perspective because I want to make sure I wasn't being a jerk. I wanted to be. <laughs> I'm human. We all are. Human nature is. But um, really, I also didn't want to give it any more energy than I needed to because I would like to spend my energy on other things right now. And so we'll see how that goes. Next week I'll probably have another little story about it for sure. Because, you know, we're all dealing with the same kinds of things. And we're all navigating this and trying to do the best that we can. Sometimes we do a, you know, a stellar job. Sometimes we don't. And we get to own that if we choose to. I find that um, people are struggling to own their own stuff, to own their mistakes, to own that life isn't working out like they wanted it to, and instead their frustrations are showing in other ways, and it's a little destructive. And, you know, we are human. We deal with good things. We deal with not so good things. Self-awareness is important. I feel like 2018 was big pushes in self-awareness, and 2019 is going to continue on that. All the lessons we learned from 2018 and the energies we experienced, we're going to be applying them still. It's not slowing down and it's not stopping. I do hope there's more calm days. But I will tell you this, when a calm day is happening, I'm going to become super aware of it and enjoy it. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I have gratitude for it because so far there's not been many calm days. I have Monday carved out as a calm day. We'll see if that works out for me, but I've not booked anything on Monday, and I've 
turn down things like some work projects and stuff for Monday because I'm like, nope, Monday I need to just stop. We'll see how that works out for me. I'll let you know on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm also working really hard to keep my sense of humor about everything. It is frustrating, and it's so easy to be discouraged and to give up hope. Don't give up hope. I don't know why things are happening the way they are. I can't give you a big universal spiritual psychic reason because I don't know. The reality is they are, and we have to find a way to navigate them. And sometimes we're going to fail. Sometimes we're going to navigate everything poorly, and sometimes we are not. Celebrate when you don't. I seriously felt like I should buy myself a present yesterday after the way I handled things. Yeah. But luckily for me, I was at a 4-H deal on Saturday, and there was a silent auction, and I did buy myself some presents there. So I just enjoyed those. Some self-care stuff for me and my horses. So yay! Yeah, because energetically, things are going to continue to be tumultuous. I'm hoping that they're not. I'm hoping that I'm completely wrong about this. But if my start of 2019 is any indication, why, yes. We're just going to continue to navigate this tumultuousness. So find ways to handle it. Make sure you're enjoying your happy place. My happy place is with my animals, my cows, my horses. I've been even feeding the bulls lately. They've been okay. My Suckle Park bulls are so nice. They're nice and gentle. Been totally enjoying watching my highlands grow. (laughs) Their horns are getting so big. I mean, they're still not Annabelle the Diva Longhorn worthy yet, but I have confidence that one of them, she's kind of cranky, so I feel like she might take over the Diva diva opening that we have now she'll be you know annabelle's successor i feel like that could happen because she's a little crusty <laughs> oh, good times good times um be um conscious i guess is the right word be aware of what you're feeling, when you're feeling it, and if you can give yourself the gift of figuring out why, that's going to be huge. Because when we understand ourselves on a deeper level, consciously and subconsciously, we can navigate our challenges. Because we know why we're reacting the way we're reacting. I'll go back to my example. I knew to take a step back, get help, and fresh perspectives to deal with the situation I ended up in because I knew my immediate reaction was going to not be helpful. It was going to be destructive. That's why you have good people in your life. And, of course, they always support you, right? Fully support if I would have, like, blown up. (laughs) But I would have regretted it. And so take the time to think about your own situations. Think about when you handled it in a way that you're proud of and happy about and try to do more of that. Think about when you handled it in a way that you're not so happy or proud about. Maybe you have a little regret. Maybe you have a little shame. 
can all pull those up, can't we? And try to do less of that. Figure out why. Everything we do, we have a reason why we do it. You know, ever since I was really young, that's one of the things I've always innately known. It doesn't matter what people do, even the horrific things. Everybody has a reason for doing what they do. And it might not be something you understand. They could be going through things that you don't know about. They could have mental health issues. You won't know why, or even when you do find out why, you maybe you can't wrap your head around it because it's just not who you are or your life experience or how you would do things. But the thing is, they always have a reason that makes sense to them. Having that innate wisdom has allowed me to be compassionate. Maybe sometimes too compassionate. I do have to work on having boundaries. That's another lesson I had this week that, um, you know, I there's just that situation and I wish I would have handled it differently. But I also know that I wouldn't have until this pieces of information that have come to me now. Now I know what to do and how I want to handle it. And I'm also getting help with it. Because I need it. And that's okay. Because I, yeah, tumultuous. I'm hoping that um, there's a lot of the opposite. (laughs) Less tumultuousness? Is that a word? I don't know. Pretty happy I can keep my sense of humor because it wasn't there yesterday morning. (laughs) Oh, because I was trying to write this eulogy and I was frazzled, man. Because I want to do a good job because it's celebrating someone's life. That's important. Really important. And yeah totally out of my comfort zone. So ask yourself, or if you want to share in a private message on Facebook or email, what has happened this year in 2018 to get you out of your comfort zone? Have you, a lot of you experienced the same? I'm going to assume yes, because these energies that I feel are always universal. I found that we were being pushed to get more clarity on what is important in our lives and what we can let go of that's just busy work or distractions. And not always because we wanted to do that. It just was forced upon us. Good times, right? It feels like our soul growth and learning is being accelerated right now. And I guess eventually we'll find out why. Don't know. Don't know. Um, I can't tell you how many conversations I have with people. Like, let's just just take it day by day. Um, Be nice to yourself. Try to judge yourself less for your mistakes. Again, you had a reason for doing what you did. Always. And you may wish to do things differently. So dig at yourself. Find out what was your reason. Why did you think that was a good idea? 
That's one of the questions I want to ask somebody next week when I have time to have a conversation. Why did you feel it was a good idea to send the message with the tone that you did? Because they have a reason. I don't know whether they'll share it with me or not, but I know they have one. They expected some sort of results, and I want to know what it is. Whether they tell me or not is their choice, but I am certainly going to ask. And sometimes asking these questions, though, is not the right response. Sometimes these situations pop up, and you just have to take a step back. And It is ignoring it or choosing not to address it because you innately know that it's not going to do any good. No good will come out of you trying to solve it. And I have plenty of situations like that also. And I really sit down with myself and say, okay, how, what would you like the result to be? And is that realistic? Because it's not always realistic. Again, everybody has a reason for doing what they're doing, and even if you can't understand it, they still have it. Sometimes I just let people go out of my life and just don't even try to force myself into it or force conversations because the way I see it, I'm honoring where they are. Not everybody wants to examine their life and do the soul growth and soul searching that I do. And I tend to be that person that will ask you those questions. Well, how do you really feel about that? Well, if you could change this one thing, what would your answer be? And not everybody's comfortable with that. Sometimes I have friends going through some pretty heavy stuff and they don't want to talk to me because I ask them questions that they don't want to answer. And I've learned not to take that personally. They're doing what they need to do for them to get through what they're going through. I can choose to honor it or I can choose to take it personally and stomp around and pout. Right? That's my choice. Know that um, choices and actions do have consequences and you may not like them. But that's just the way life is, right? Sometimes people do actions and they have consequences with you that that person doesn't like. We're here to learn, to experience, to grow, even if we don't want to. (laughs) That's like a big thing, too. People that um, aren't really into self-awareness, they are struggling. And it's sometimes coming out in ugly, destructive ways. And you have to honor where they're at also. Well, you don't have to, I guess. You get to do whatever you want. But you also don't get much of a choice but to honor where they're at because they're going to do it anyway. And look at your own self. Is there a certain situation or someone in your life that's giving you constant frustration? What would you like to change about it? What would you um, prefer And then ask yourself, is that realistic? And are you willing to do the work or take the consequence of them not being in your life to make that change? 
It is complicated. We're all just trying to do the best that we can, but we don't really know what we're doing, do we? Like dealing with these distraught families and their grief, I tell them there's no right or wrong way to do this. And it's going to be like sucky. It's not pleasant. There's nothing I can do to wave a magic wand to make this easier for you. You have to go through all the emotions and feelings, and yes, it sucks. But it's part of the process, and it's happening whether you like it or not. And isn't that kind of like what life is doing right now? It's happening, and things are happening whether we like them or don't like them, and we don't have a lot of say in it. We have to just figure out how to navigate it personally. What are your priorities? How do you wish your life to be? I was chatting with a friend the other day, and I tend to be an introvert now. I like staying home. I have to talk myself into going places. So that's why this being a 4-H leader is out of my comfort zone, because I have to go to district meetings, regional meetings, leader conference, and I don't want to. I would much rather stay on my little oasis that I've worked so hard to create here. But I'm not going to. But I've also stopped beating myself up over not going places and doing things. And I said that to her. I said, but you know, you've created this place that you love to be. Why is that wrong? She was very happy with that because it's true. If you like where you're at, isn't that one of the points in life where you create a life that you enjoy? I mean, not all aspects, but if you enjoy most of it and if you live in a place that you truly love and it's your oasis, your happy place, That deserves celebration, not beating yourself up up over it because you don't want to go places and do things. Figure out you. Self-awareness is key to navigating all these energies. When you know who you are, when you know why you do the things you do, and then from that perspective and point, you can also create change. We have the tools. We got this. Oh, my goodness. I'm very chatty today. See what happens when I don't do a live show for a while? (laughs) Okay. I want to do a guided meditation. Now, this one is for dealing with frustrations. (laughs) Gee, why would you pick that, Shannon? Oh, yeah, because I'm dealing with some. Okay. So this is going to help us when we're dealing with the frustration. So it's going to be about the last mm, 22, 23 minutes of the show if you want to revisit this. Because if you're like me, you want to listen to a whole meditation before you actually do it. Some of you don't need to do that. Some of you are like me and do. And I, I respect it all. All right. So give yourself a nice breath in. Got to find my reading glasses. I'm probably going to have to give in and go to the eye doctor and get glasses, but I'm not ready yet. All right. Okay. As you become aware of your breathing, 
Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to appreciate your breath. Then let's take three big deep breaths as deeply as you can as you begin to release and let go. Three big deep breaths now. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. As your own normal, natural breathing begins to occur, allow the sense of imagining a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around your body, around your head, neck, and shoulders. And as with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around your body, so do you. Gently and easily begin to release and let go, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across your upper back, circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to comfort you. Down both arms, hands, and fingers as you release and let go. Just letting go now. And with every breath you take, you may begin to wonder, are you breathing the breeze or is the breeze breathing you. With every breath, the breeze continues, circling around through your mid-back, around through your solar plexus, every breath taking you deeper and deeper, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around your body, around your thighs, knees, your calves, ankles, and around through your feet. Now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. So now at Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Place your attention on your breathing and begin to relax yourself even more. You know that this is the time and the place for you to feel as comfortable as you can. So let's take three more big, deep breaths, slowly and deeply. 
slowly and deeply. Let the air energy move through your mind to clear away any unwelcome thoughts and then comfort your body even more. You feel it is the right time because the door of your imagination is ready to be open now. It's easy to let images freely arise. They are readily available to you. Visualize and imagine your imagery circle to appear. Let it come and bring it to life. As you focus your attention on the center of the circle, an image that stands for freely comes forward. It might stand for your frustration. Freely comes forward without editing. Let it appear. Begin to take notice of this center image from all directions, above, below, each side, as though it hovers in space. You have freedom to move all around it. Notice the shape of the center, the colors, the details. And then begin to notice what radiates out from your center image. Can you continue to design your imagery circle as it freely comes to you? with as much detail as you can allow. Let your imagery circle be important and meaningful to you. Let its purpose speak to you in a way that you can understand. Let the wholeness of your circle enrich you. Feel what you're feeling, see what you're seeing, hear what you're hearing. If you would like to sense your circle for an even greater experience, imagine being able to move into your circle. Take note of what might be different from this perspective. Notice what you're noticing. Feel what you're feeling. See what you're seeing. Hear what you're hearing. I'm going to give you a few minutes just to be in this energy.
as you feel what you're feeling in your circle. Is there anything you would like to add or subtract? you went into your circle, what did you spot when you went in? How do things look? What are your feelings? What can you learn from your frustrations? Do your frustrations want to tell you about you? If you need help dealing with your frustrations, ask for it. Find out or feel what it's like to receive that help. Could be an energy download, could be a feeling, could be a visual, could be something you hear. Feel what you're feeling, notice what you notice, see what you see, hear what you hear. You went into your circle. Let's begin to move back out, bringing with you any positives you received from being within. Since we have this beautiful circle in our imagery right now, let's ask it for a message. Ask it what is a good tool for me to be able to handle my frustrations. See what comes. And notice what you notice. Feel what you feel. Hear what you hear. Let's take a nice breath in and out. Now that you feel this is a bit complete, the images thank you for coming today and know you can carry your imagery circle within your heart, if you like, as you begin to come up and out now. Back to your conscious, outer awake life, reinforcing all the positives, everything that you've learned in this journey, and that you can come back to this journey anytime you wish. One, 
with a deep cleansing breath in and release. Two, three, four, five. Eyes open wide awake. One, two, three, four, five. Eyes open wide awake. I feel that some of you are going to dream the answers tonight. So if you feel like you didn't get what you wanted from this journey, give yourself a little time and patience. You're going to get your answer. It's just going to come to you in a different way. And then you can also revisit this journey anytime you wish. Now that one took a little less time than I thought it was going to because I have no concept of time. So I'm going to finish off the show with a little bit of tidbits that um, I found around the Internet about astrology, what it's going to bring for us this year, let me see. What does it say? Um, we're going to be able to see the bigger picture again and take risks in the name of growth. That sounds good. Um, Um, <clears throat> we need to stand firm. We're going to be reconnecting to our truth, which we all know has been already happening. Um, the rules that seem to be in place for so long are now null and void, which, uh, yeah, isn't that how it feels? So crazy. Um, in numerology... We are in uh, number three year. So number three is the number of creation of the Trinity. So creativity is going to be easily accessible. We're going to have creative problem-solving skills. Yay! Um, the three's highest and best use is to inspire and uplift others. As old paradigms dissolve, new ideas and paradigms are created. You must know what your truth is to speak it. Um, it says this is a year where truth is a core issue, value, and lesson. Some challenges. Uh, all our emotions are going to be brought to the table. The good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, we can feel scattered in a three-year, starting projects, not being able to finish. Um, that, I, I do. I do experience that, yeah. Um, we're going to be challenged to not only watch our words, but also to bring precision to the way we choose to communicate. I uh, found communication was a huge theme for 2018, and it's going to continue. Choosing the proper words, um, choosing to not tear each other down, to try to build each other up. It says here in numerology, a three-universal year brings a spotlight to the world in the realms of creative self-expression, joy, optimism, and authentic communication. That sounds good, doesn't it? So, um, again, just Google stuff, 
find out what uh, your personal year number is, too, to find out what some of the things that might be happening for you, and same with astrology, your personal sign. You know, this is the first time I've not done a big research project on that to start my 2019. This is the first year. I seriously just didn't have any time. So busy and distracted. I've got like six books from the library over the Christmas break thinking I was going to enjoy them. Haven't had time. Just seriously haven't had time, which makes me a little sad. <laughs> I love reading. Just hasn't worked out for me. That's okay. It is what it is, right? I found myself saying that a lot this last year. It is what it is. Just have to navigate it and deal with it. Well, I'm going to sign off and go work on some memorial stuff. So I want to send you all a hug and a happy 2019. And um, send me a hi if you feel the urge to do so. I love hearing your stories. I love hearing about your lives. And maybe we can compare some notes. <laughs> All right, I'll be back next week. And uh, again, big hugs. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit psychiccowgirl.com. That's P S Y. C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L dot com.